Hey, Spencer, have you heard of Lisa Lampanelli? Oh, you're talking about the queen of mean, right? Yeah, but she's also become the queen of lean. Did you know that? She has a, a play called Stuffed, where she delivers brash, skinny insight from the fridge to your ears. No, oh, yeah, not, no. I don't think that's what happens in the play. <laughs> I've actually heard reviews for the New York Times that have said uh, Stuffed offers laughs, genuine pain, and even a bit of insight. So, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Why? Is that relevant to anything? Well, well, you know, yeah, Lisa Lampanelli, she's got a lot of street cred, and she's also got a new Feral Audio uh, podcast um, where she and her co-host, Mike Morse, uh, talk about health, food, body image, everything else to help you be the best you you can be. That's a that's a, that's a a real hairpin turn for the queen of mean. She's, she's stopped stomping on uh, political sensitivities uh, long enough to help you self-actualize and get, engage in some self-care. So what? She dishes out some tough love as she takes your questions about being fat? Fat, being skinny, being anything but right, and helps you grab a little self-acceptance. I mean, is that what we're talking about? Yeah, but there's other stuff too. Like if you if you want to get yelled at by uh, Lisa, you can email get stuffed at feralaudio.com, uh, and maybe she'll uh, she'll make you feel like a piece of shit on the, on the podcast, <laughs> or, or or maybe she'll make you feel better. I, you you don't know with Lisa Lampanelli, she's the queen. Of mean and lean, um, <laughs> give their give her hotline a ring three four seven four six four two six five four, and you might end up in the show that way too. But in either case, it's worth a listen. It's free. Like uh, I think it's very interesting that she that she's 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 like had some transformative n- nutritional experience that she and now is is, is doing insights because you know what's interesting about the idea of Lisa Lampanelli talking about body image and stuff is that we already know that she doesn't give a shit about what your feelings so and and what we probably need to do more of when we're talking about um, health issues and stuff is actually have some frank conversations we're a very fat country very diabetic country very diluted uh, v- vain. Um, uh, self-loathing, uh, shallow country. Like, like, what, what, what do we need to do to actually be healthy? I, I, I would trust uh, uh, the queen of mean turned queen of lean to, to, to tell me that. Yeah. So make sure you subscribe to uh, get stuffed. Get stuffed. Kick the craving. Subscribe to get stuffed on iTunes, Stitcher, FeralAudio.com/slash get stuffed, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Last Rampage. The new true crime film starring Robert Patrick, Heather Graham, and Bruce Davison. And we had the pleasure of speaking to someone involved with the movie. My name is Robert Patrick. I play Gary Tyson. That's Gary Tyson with an I. In the film Last Rampage. Evil broke loose in 1978. Arizona State Penitentiary. You know, that was interesting. What, what, what it was like playing a real person as opposed to a, a fictional character. It, it was really trying to wrap your head around how this guy could do some of the things that he could do. That was the, the things that you were drawn on. Of course, I, I, there was no way you're going to try to do an impersonation of a guy, nor was I going to try to, you know, get as heavy as the guy. Uh, I didn't have enough time to really go that route. But I, I, you know, I found him really, really interested in trying to live up to the charisma that he had. I fell in love with the folklore of the story, like there, you know, the the whole idea that he was a guy that was raised uh, during the Great Depression. See that, from a historical point of view, those kind of stories resonate with me. That yearning for something better, trying to find it, have to steal to get it, 
How do you deal with that if you're a religious person? You know, how do you run underneath that? How do you justify it? He had a double life sentence that he began to push his wife and his kids to say, God, you know, I'm going to serve one term, and when I die, I'm going to serve another term in hell. Uh, I got to get out of this. And and the 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 link that he was willing to uh, uh, go to to get his kids to help him get through this and get him out of prison was it was fascinating to me. Don't miss Last Rampage, the true story of the prison break of Gary Tyson. In theaters and available on iTunes and all on-demand platforms today. For more information, visit truecrimelive.com or follow the movie on Twitter at Last Rampage Film or on facebook.com slash lastrampagefilm. Controller Kamel Nanjiani. Please welcome to the stage the mayor of Harmontown, Dan Harmon. Thank you. Guest Comptroller Kamel Nanjiani. Good to have him back. I got I got dressed in the dark again, and I, I put on one of Aaron's sweatshirts. You know what? I was going to tell you I really like that sweatshirt. I, you know what? Maybe I need to have the confidence to wear tiny people's clothing. Because every time I do, people go like, oh, have you lost weight? And I'm like, no, you should say the opposite. I'm bursting out of little doll clothing. It's also purple. That's also part of the vibe. Yeah, well, that's, that's good. It's yeah. modern. It's my know. favorite color, purple. I don't want to talk about fashion. You should start every uh, episode like that. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk about uh, people with children and how they should stop bringing them to fucking hipster uh, parties. Uh, I'm 41. It's already hard for me to be at a party of 25-year-olds. I don't want your fucking three-year-old wandering around bumping into walls at 8.30 p.m. when there's a campfire over here and a keg over there. And it's like... She's got fucking spider uh, whiskers on her face because... Like, 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 the, 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 like you're, you're a 25-year-old parent. Like, you, you're so close to fucking everything up already. And it's so hard for me to be at a party. And, like, your three-year-old is, like, like, complaining about shit. And I'm the only other one other than this person that's, like, not going to talk to anybody. So I'm stuck with your three-year-old. But then I have a choice between looking like a pedophile and looking like a curmudgeon. Because your kid's, like, going, like, man. I don't like that and I can, I, I'm biting my tongue because I'm like bitch no one cares what you like look at me I created community I ain't talking to anybody either just keep eating dirt and their names their hipster their names are now are always like Hunter or yeah. Dagobah Ophelia yeah, Dagobah stop Chewbacca yeah. Chewbacca go to yeah. and they're, and they're, they're, the worst thing isn't the kids because the kids are fine whatever they're, they're, they're dumb they're as dumb as their parents and worse because they don't know how to read yet but they like their parents are the worst because their parents are 25 years old and their parents think that producing another Silver Lake hipster out of their loins licenses them to be the same people they were at a party only now louder 
they now I'm get to I get to be the big doofus lumbering around the party. Only now every once in a while I get to go, Clement, what are you doing, Clement? Clement, God damn it, shut the fuck up, shut up, stop yelling at your kid like like talking over the, like like what are you doing? What do we say? Yeah, what are we doing? There's a lot of we. I, I, I when you go to the farmers market, it's a fucking nightmare over there. Who's what's going on over there, buddy? Yeah. You're occupying space with other human beings. Those same people will complain about cell phone usage in a bar. Hey, buddy, you can take that phone outside? Take your fucking three-year-old away from my life! Get him out of me! Jay, suspender, what are you doing over there? The itsy-bitsy spider! Ugh. Shut the fuck up! I'm trying to drink! It's a, there's a fire! At child level, we're in a backyard! Get your kid home! You had a child, you're out! Yeah, tap out you of society! You know the rules! You know the rules! You reproduced, you're out of there! There's beer here, there's yeah. fun here, you're gone! You replicated! Get out Die. of society! Go, go play Itsy Bitsy Spider if it's so fucking fun! You're acting like it's fun, because I'm here! It's not fun, Itsy Bitsy Spider. It's repetitive and derivative and shitty. Like your kids. Yeah. It's the 27 dresses of, of sh shit you say to kids. The Matthew McConaughey didn't know how to commit, so he wrote a marriage column for a... I think that's the plot of seven Matthew McConaughey movies. He doesn't know how to commit, girls. All I right. do. I will say, I don't know much about parties, but if your options at parties are either looking like a curmudgeon or a pedophile, go with curmudgeon. Well, then I'm going to tell a lot of little girls to fuck off. Yeah. Because That's better than, is the creator of community trying to seduce our child? Because I went, I, went, I went to a, a, you know, I have a wife now. And I... I, I which ratchets me up into suspicion of pedophilia by like 150%. Yeah, I, I, I why just, would he get married if he didn't want to fuck kids? <laughs> I'm just saying I fit the profile even more. I'm one white van away from like... Uh, it's, it, it's, uh, I'm just saying, like, I, my, my wife, who I, I just, uh, that, the girlfriend word sticks in my throat now. Uh, my girlfriend, good wife, my wife, uh, made a bunch of pies for a, uh, pie party. And we took them to a backyard. She's 30. I'm 41. I don't have pie parties. We went to a backyard. That's exactly the age difference between my dad and my mom. 11 years. Yeah. She was 16, though, so... <laughs> I guess my dad got married because he was a pedophile. <laughs> it was a different time. It was on the boat. And, and, it, and it was uh, on, on the Pakistani Riviera. <laughs> yes. Where, where, where you know, blame yeah. it on Rio. Yeah. The uh, laws are cheap and life is cheaper. <laughs> and everything is controlled indirectly by a distant oligopoly. <laughs> uh, uh, Did you call him Allah Goblin? Is that what you called him? Allah, no, Allahgopoly. Oh, I thought you said Allah Goblin. No. You know, this is going no. everywhere. No. We're I, not laid back people. I never said Allah Goblin. <laughs> Tell your friends I did not say that. All right, settle down, guys. 
Oh my Put that God. away. I, oligopoly. <laughs> oligopoly. It's like a monopoly, but it's with a bunch of old witch rich people. Not a la goblin. No, no, Allah is not a goblin. <laughs> if you're watching this... He, he is. He's watching everything. Well, I, <laughs> he doesn't need fucking YouTube to see this. <laughs> it's not Allah I'm worried about offending. <laughs> it's... It's, yeah. it's, it's his goblins. It's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, it's his biggest fans. Uh, the, uh, so I wanted to... Okay, so keep your fucking... If you're 25 and you had a kid, you're still a child. Uh, learn to interact with your child and have a handle on them before you take them to a party where I'm going to be because I'm already at a party with children like you, a 25 year old and now you're fucking spouting like little mogwai I, I got, like, like you're, I'm going to mention all of you in my suicide note I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go suspender and itsy bitsy spider and that's why Hemingway is done with all of you I got barely, I'm hanging on for dear life, like I'm I, just yeah, I don't like because it's also weird if you meet a baby and the baby doesn't like you. Everyone's like, "Oh, this, what's the fuck's wrong with you?" It's so I know, and baby. I love telling kids to fuck off. Like, yeah. it's a, like, like, fuck you, and then they start liking you. It's like the oldest lesson in the book. Like, okay, so it my, does kind of sound like you're trying to fuck the children. <laughs> my wife, my wife made some pies for a pie party. We took them to the pie party. There was this grubby little girl, this little fucking like urchin, like rolling around in the dirt, uh, uh, and she was like, as as people put the pies down on the table, she, I was watching her. No one else was watching her uh she was you sound like the wrong side i was watching her (laughs) that's the wrong side of the curmudgeon pedophile when when i walked into that party i saw her i noticed okay all right now we realize what my problem is okay all right i surrender you're right but she was like digging into the pies with it's like we're gonna eat those you fucking grub where are your hipster parents and like why like like why they wouldn't let you eat their fucking shit with your grubby gremlin hands that's my wife's pie you bitch <laughs> and then she, and then she Aaron put her pie down and one of one of her fucking 11 awesome pies was like this bacon pie and the little girl looked at the pie she was going from pie to pie like digging into it with her fucking claws Nobody her was... little her little hepatitis claws her little dirt talons that she was just using yeah. to play with worms and be like, yeah. you're, you, you're, this worm should marry this worm. Okay, now pie time. Yeah. And it's like, now we're all like, why am I sick? Why am yeah. I dying? Her Ebola pause. Um, so why? she's digging, I'm watching her digging it, each no pie. No one's stopping the kid? No, no one's, no one's, no one's conscious of the kid. I'm the only one because I'm either a curmudgeon or a pedophile. And I watch it. She digs it. She's pie, pie, pie. She's going from pie to pie and she's like, it's, it's like my dog. She's like, like maybe it's, it's, it's like off, off the rim. She's like grabbing little crusts and like in her mouth and her claw in her mouth and then Aaron sets one of her pies down and it's a bacon pie and the little girl looks at the pie and she goes I don't know I don't like bacon that much and I oh I wanted to go bitch no one cares what you like yeah no one cares what you like and you're gonna spend the next 80 years if you're lucky learning that no one cares what you like. No one. You, it's you in a fucking vast sea of apathy. You fucking like who put it in your head already at this age? Those are the first words you're learning to form. I'm not sure about this kind of pie. Fuck you. 9/11 should have happened then. To her? 
I didn't say any of that to her. I'm like, okay. You should have explained to her. She probably doesn't know what 9-11 is. You should I didn't, have I'm not her. engaging her. I, but then I'm sitting down by the fire in the backyard, which can burn a human being. And then she's like, I wanted to sit there. And then her parents, her, finally her parents come to the stage and goes, she thinks all the chairs are hers. And I'm, I'm like, oh, okay. But in my head, I'm thinking, then take her in a fucking dark corner and set her shit straight. <laughs> It's a chair by a fire. It's not. They're sociopaths. Kids are sociopaths. Stop replicating and partying. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna. The world needs more Dan Harmons. I'm gonna make them. I'm gonna keep them in my ivory tower and teach them to rule over you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna show them dolls and say, "This is what a normal person. What's your job? Control them." I'm not gonna make it your problem. You will meet them at 16 when they emerge cross-legged, floating. <laughs> and they're like lifting your cars with their magneto powers because they'll come out and they'll be like, I don't like bacon that much. And you're like, fuck! I fucked up! <laughs> What did I teach you? <laughs> All right, right. One thing quick before we bring out our special guests, I wanted to do. You have your. Uh, uh, t- I got. I had this text exchange with Rob all day. I don't know if this will translate. My friend Rob Schraub, who is a known. Yeah, you're a big fan of his because he's a terrible person. So, so here's a text exchange I had with him today. Okay. You're gonna read Rob's parts. Okay. I'll read my own parts. Okay. Um. um it, is blue you or is white you? Blue is me. Okay. I All don't right. see color, but... Um, to me, white is everyone. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. That's, you just got to apply yourself. That's, that's my problem. Yeah. And later on, we, we, have, we, have some, we have some lesbian women coming up, but I don't even know that. To and me, they're, they're just both women? white women. Uh, I don't know. I don't see sexual preference. I just see that they're beautiful white women. I, one of them might be Latin. I don't know. She, her last name's Esposito. She doesn't look super Latin. Yeah, good for her. <laughs> All right. All right, so here we go. I'll be Rob Schraub. Okay, so I get this text from Rob. This is like what it's like to be his friend. Have you, ever, have you ever seen all that jazz? Out of nowhere, out of nowhere. Once, when I was a kid. <laughs> it's a Bob Fosse biopic that Bob Fosse wrote and directed. Yeah, I vaguely remember it. Roy Scheider dies in the end. I knew it was about Fosse, but I didn't know he had a hand in the movie. <laughs> you should do make a movie like that. <laughs> Good idea. You should call it All That Jizz. So if you have fantasies about me, I, I, I said, um. Yeah, that's a separate I, text. Um is its own text. I feel like you kind of walked me down a path on that one. You know, because you like jizz. And jizz is still in caps. He keeps capitalizing yeah. jizz like it's the, an Adams family member. Because uh, those are the only things that are capitalized. <laughs> you know, because you like jizz. 
I think I got it, yeah. <laughs> When's the last time you saw Rocky? <laughs> this is hours later. I guess when I was younger, I don't know, 20? <laughs> you should make a movie like Rocky. <laughs> but base it off of your life. Would it be called cock Would that scan? Smell butt. <laughs> what is that? That, <laughs> that sounds nothing like Rocky. It has two syllables. That's the only similarity. I wasn't trying to. Is that a requirement? <laughs> Uh, well, it's a movie like Rocky, and it's about my life, but the title reflects none of those facts. Nobody looking for the movie will be able to find it, and nobody that comes across the title will know if it's something in which they'd be interested. <laughs> end of conversation. Yeah. He so really you, did. All that jizz was quite a long walk. Yeah. He really, he really like, 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 he, yeah. It's, yeah keep, keep fantasizing about being friends with Rob Schraub if you, if you want. Uh, all right. Why don't we bring out our guests? Yeah. I, 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 uh, they have a new feral audio. Po- it's not. Is it new feral audio podcast? It's a feral audio podcast. It's new. Why do you always like new things? It's like that fucking three-year-old wandering around digging her dirty hands into pies. You maybe it's maybe maybe this has been a podcast for sixty years. It's called Put Your Hands Together. Uh, and and they're also like recently accidentally virally uh, 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 noted for uh, for these Buzzfeed is it Buzzfeed videos? Uh, Ask a lesbian. Well, at any rate, welcome Cameron Esposito and Rhea Butcher. <laughs> Anywhere that makes you comfortable. Are you guys, are you guys uh, drinking, uh, folks? Do you want to? Well, we're generally like not drinking, folks, which okay. is totally weird for the comedy world. I know that Rio, we talked about in the green room, is an, a, a, a remarkable breed of uh, vegan who vegan or vegetarian? Just vegetarian. Who like even in the womb, your mother, even though you're from Akron, Ohio. <laughs> yes. It's not like you're from like a bubble, uh, like like you're not from some Google uh, like bubble that, uh, in space. But your mom never ate meat, so even in the womb, you, your body, your blood, none of it, none has ever touched meat, not and you've just all. never eaten meat, never. And Which look at you, wild. yeah, you, you're like a, a foxy Michael J. Fox, yes. <laughs> Michael J. Foxy. Yes. <laughs> Uh, your 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 twi- is it your Twitter avatar is like you in the like a drawing of some somebody made of you in the orange vest. The... I think it's my like Tumblr avatar or something. But yeah, it's me as Marty. You're, su- you're super phone. into Back to the Future. Super into Back to the Future. You <laughs> love it a lot. Yeah. Um, you know what? I watched Teen Wolf two days ago, yes. and I hadn't seen it in like twenty years. Uh, Teen Wolf. He had Teen Wolf and Back to the Future the same year. Yes. Back to the Future was number one. Teen Wolf was number two, and he was on Family Ties. Yes. He was sleeping in his car, in between Back to the Future and Family Ties, because what? he would go shoot Back to the Future at night, and then he would shoot Family Ties during the day. Uh, Teen Wolf is a terrible movie. <laughs> 
Is it? Does it not hold up? It's not great. It's it's a guy turns into a werewolf and nothing happens. There are. Uh, I believe he's good at basketball. Yeah. That's nothing. Just practice. <laughs> Get good at basketball. But I remember it. I remember it being about. So I remember it's it being about, about being yourself, yeah. and as opposed to being like falling back on the thing that makes you. Uh, I don't know, marketable. Well, I also think it kind of came out at this time when, like, the idea that somebody would be very good at sports like, wasn't really... This is like a pre-Jordan era where we were like, they would have to be a wolf <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be good at basketball. Yeah. If they're white, they'd have to be a wolf. <laughs> well, I'll tell you something about that movie that really registered with me. I don't... Like, I'm sure it doesn't hold up. Like, I'm in, informed and inspired by a bunch of crap that I then I watch it and it's like, this doesn't hold up. Uh, but the really impacting thing creatively about Teen Wolf was that they were doing this like traditional garbagey 80s movie. He's a wolf and it's blah, 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 blah. And then there's that moment, the plot point where he turns into a werewolf on the basketball court and instead of going left, they go right. It's just like like some writer thought, what if he yeah. turned into a werewolf on the basketball court and then everyone went, or then he starts dribbling the basketball. Yeah. And it's like, if basketball is so fucking important to you, you yeah. have to stop the game because I turned into a werewolf, or you got to play werewolf against, uh, basketball against a werewolf. Uh, and, and, and then they just, they just go right instead of left. And the movie continues along the lines of like, what if being a werewolf was just a metaphor for being like, I don't know what, pick well, your... Well, that's a coming out story. I just realized that. That's, in, yeah. in, in, a, in a world where we, yeah. we still needed more movies about it being okay to be something, it was mm -hmm. like Teen Wolf was actually a cautionary tale sent from the past to today maybe for people going like hey uh lesbian hey differently abled person hey black person hey like like don't don't let your superpower like uh <laughs> don't don't forget to just play basketball <laughs> yeah when you guys when you guys came out did you guys get really good at basketball i got really good at basketball i mean i did get this haircut which i feel like is probably pretty teen wolf informed <laughs> Well, I feel like, because I watched the movie Frozen last year on a plane, and I was, I, like, alone watching this movie, and I just hadn't read anything about it, because I don't like to read about mm -hmm. movies before I've seen them, and I had no idea that that movie is just about a gay person. Like, that movie's about a gay person. Oh, is she just, is she just, gay? Is she just wants to be yeah, left alone, and then... Well, she's just like, I have every... She's like, I have to hide who I am because my parents don't like me. Also, men are terrible. Like, that's a lot of what she says. She's super gay. She's super gay. She's like, gotta wear gloves. That's part of being a lesbian. Um, and I was like, on a plane, just wanted to like make a friend so I could just be like, this is a gay movie for kids, you know? But I don't talk to people on planes. So. There's a lot of, they're like Frozen, though. You could you could interpret that a couple different ways. I never looked at that through a gay lens. I was just like... I a, look at everything through oh, a gay did lens. You want, <laughs> did you want a gay lens? I've got an <laughs> Yeah, I you, went to you, gay you, lens. Did you bring the gay lens? <laughs> <laughs> I want to look at it. It's not a tool. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. The A-team was... Uh, <laughs> yeah. The gay team. Mr... <laughs> Mr. T just wanted to fuck everybody, but he wasn't allowed to. Um, the uh, that's not what being gay means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, get, get, like early, get, you guys are too young. You're too young for Back to the Future, even, aren't you? Like, what, what are you, you like? You seem like a youngster. Maybe it's just the vegetarian in your. It's the vegetarian. She's beautiful and the lesbianism. Um, She's forty-two. 
it's a fountain of youth. But the uh, the the when we were doing the community Christmas episode with the stop motion, we watched all the Rankin Bass stuff, and I was stricken by the uh, really kind of healthy, super by our modern lens, progressive, thinly, properly veiled pro-gay endorsement that was the elf that just wanted to be what did he he wanted to be a dentist dentist. and he was like i don't want to be an elf i want to be a dentist like i was they they say i was born an elf but i'm not i was born a dentist i want to take care of teeth and i want to do that stuff and he like did a little dance number it was i thought i was looking wow this is like really like like we we don't have this much craft these days now that we we're we're actually trying to accomplish i mean i i really do like what is rudolph about this is all these are all gay stories Everything our, is gay. Jesus was gay. Jesus was totally gay. That's why they killed him. Yeah. Buddha was gay. Buddha was just a big gay bear. You know. What about Muhammad? <laughs> Say it into the camera. Don't tell him. Don't tell him. <laughs> Say it into the camera. <laughs> why is it always this camera for the... I don't know. <laughs> straight feed. Straight feed. Too. Yeah, it's going right to the headquarters. It's the- <laughs> It's the Kamel cam. But, but like, for instance, uh, Back to the Future, Super Holds Up. That's a fucking great movie. Yes, it is. Teen Wolf is not, and (laughs) it reminds you that you were a dumb kid saying you didn't like bacon, but you like Teen Wolf. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I I don't want to hear your bullshit because there are people in this audience that will stick up for space balls, for God's sake, so fuck them. but the you truth just don't is, make movies with the word space in the title. The truth is, Goonies doesn't even hold up. The, 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 like, like, like the, the sacrosanct, wonderful. Yeah, fuck off, fuck off. It doesn't hold up. It is not a movie. It is garbage. It's a pile of spaghetti spilled out at your feet, asking you to figure it out. It doesn't make any sense. Nothing. When you set it next to uh, Back to the Future, which is, it, 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 it I mean, that, I'll be that, very careful motherfucker that movie <laughs> back to the future screenplay took seven years to write yeah. like they were writing that for seven years and a couple of those years i think <laughs> interviews i've read bob gale was wrestling with what's what would happen if in the car with the mom at the prom and and uh, I, you seem like a, you, you've probably delved into this stuff and read about this absolutely stuff. but it was like, like and at the end of it all like they realized they, they, they it took them forever to come up with the simplest thing in the world which is that the mom kisses the son mm-hmm. and then she goes I don't like it <laughs> it's like kissing it's like my I'm brother kissing my brother <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it was like it took, that took years they were yeah. stuck on that for years yeah uh, I mean they it, also wanted him to time travel in a refrigerator yeah yeah uh, which then showed up in Crystal Skull I'm sure all of you know um but yeah, yeah that, I, that screenplay this is, is like keep going. The She's tightest, got a lot. It's like the tightest screenplay ever made. There's like not a wasted minute. Oh, um, that's interesting. What? Because I think you forgot about the movie Alien. Oh. You don't like Alien? No, no I love she Alien. likes Alien, but like if we're talking I'm about tight screenplays, like not a wasted shot. Back to the Future. <laughs> <laughs> Alien, Alien was uh, Alien's a tight screenplay. Yeah. Tight screenplay. Yeah. <laughs> which end. one is more fun? <laughs> At the end, when Sigourney takes off her outfit and she's just wearing a tight screenplay. <laughs> <laughs> that is a tight 
tight screenplay. That's a tight. You see everything. All the all the acts. notes. Yeah. All the acts. <laughs> you see all the acts. Uh, I now I, I I just keep thinking about all the arguments I have about what movie to watch with Aaron. I want to be a lesbian so bad. <laughs> Wait, did like you guys I... are arguing about two different kinds of good movies. <laughs> yes. When's the last time you saw uh, Burton's Batman? We were just watching it before we came over here. I can't abide it. You really? Nah, garbage. Oh, wow. I, I... Garbage. We, we were watching it. We couldn't believe that it held up. Actually, I'm going to say something very unpopular, which is that um, I don't like uh, Chris... <clears throat> I don't like Chris... I don't like Christopher <laughs> Nolan's movies uh, very much. Wow. <laughs> because I think he he's like really um, he's just like what is it? What'd you say? <laughs> I wouldn't say awful. Let's go with a more intelligent analysis. Um, I just think he's he thinks he's a pretty smart a dude, and sometimes he wraps uh, a pretty bow around. Yeah. A nonsense word. I'll, I'll uh, yeah, I'll, 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 yeah. So I, then I, I was a little disillusioned, and then I went back and watched, we watched Burton's Batman, and I was like, oh, this is like an amazing movie. I haven't, like okay, I haven't watched it in a, in a while. I wouldn't like, in a, like five to... or six years. I'll oh, watch, no, that's I'll watch it again with Aaron. I'll, I'll, we'll check it out. There but... is no way Tim Burton's Batman is better than The Dark Knight. <laughs> well... I think um, we've I, got I a live one here. Well, I mean, <laughs> this is, this is I know, it depends on how you want to see your Batman. Like, do you want to see like a whiny guy that can't get his voice to come out right because he's trying to get over an accent, or do you want to see like a dude who's like pretty sweet to Kim Basinger the whole time? <laughs> he's like never, he's like never that much of an ass. Like, he's just like, I got this whole other thing going on. Yes or no? Like, are you in or out? And then uh, she's like, I'm an adult person that's in control of myself, and also I'm in. And then the dark guy's just like, God, my muzzle are so big, I can't stop crying. I think are you are you are you great? Wait, Rhea, are you are you? Do you disagree with this stuff? Are you a Christian Bale like Batman fan? Well, I enjoy the Dark Knight, but that's yeah. about it. Right. Yeah. Like yeah, I'm definitely a, more of a Michael Keaton Batman. I, I, I and I find when I I keep Thank watching you. the Dark Knight over and over again because I I keep because it's sort of like it's like a Scorsese movie. It's like like yeah. I just keep like like I just want, but and I think that that points to like the guy is like a really powerful director, really powerful cinematographer, and most importantly, what you can observe from everything laying around it. Obviously, Heath Ledger is the like is the thing that we're going back to. I think it's that plus the 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 foundation that Christopher Nolan casts over everything. Because I'll even every once in a while I'll be like, did I not get Inception? I'll just kind of be tempted. <laughs> and then you're like, oh no, he didn't get Inception. <laughs> and it's like every time, like the 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 logical part of my brain, the writer part of my brain goes, this is insipid, this is garbage. But the entire my eyeball part of my brain, which is never stimulated, I'm always like, God damn it, it's so fucking good though. Absolutely, it's cool. He's making gorgeous things, but the problem is that so the Matrix is a great example of making a beautiful movie where they're like, oh, does this also make sense? And I feel like for Christopher Nolan, if he was just like, hey, I'm a gorgeous artist. I make gorgeous stuff. I should get then, good screenplays yeah, and it, it, shoot yes, them. Yes, exactly. I wish he wasn't always just like, guys, I got to explain why this is so pretty. <laughs> uh, by writing it. Yeah, yeah I got to go through it. <laughs> get away from the typewriter. That's all it is. When's the last time you saw... Okay, so then I would say this. Uh, absolutely, Heath Ledger's Joker's great, but uh, we were really also enjoying... 
uh, Nicholson's Joker. Well, just because it's like such a stretch for it's him. Very funny. That's why I kind of want to watch it again. I just I I not, since like I the t- Tim Burton like he he's so theatrical and everything gets like I get I get distracted by. I feel, ugh, I, I like, I feel like the crooked doorways and the purples and the everything. Like I, <laughs> I feel distracted by them. Everything's on a soundstage in a Batman. And that's what I really. I think. I think that when Nolan did Batman, the thrilling thing was that we were in genuine exteriors using locations, and that things felt paramilitary. The, the cosmetics made you allowed you to believe in Batman in a visceral way. Uh, and whereas, like, I don't, like, you can see the dangers of Burton's Batman in, uh, uh, what's his name's Batman? I, I refuse to say his Schumacher. name. Yes. <laughs> he, his name should not be spoken, like, uh, with the purple nipples and the, and the day glow, like, yeah. brave fights and yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's kind of like, well, d- didn't Burton set you up to do this? Didn't, isn't this what you liked? It's like, when you, when I watch Burton's Batman, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, what are we doing? We're like, like, revving this, like, Fish-shaped like roller coaster car through a soundstage and having these acrobats like kickbox each other and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, you're totally. I mean, even Burton devolved from Burton in like ways that pe- maybe should have just stay with the scissor hands and less with the. Yeah, I, scissor other hands. Like, I, yeah, all right. Wait, well, let's digress. I was going to say one thing. Wait, oh, oh, we lived in Chicago at the time, actually, when yes. they filmed The Dark Knight, which is also interesting because that was very much a part. I mean, nothing is. Well, before that, nothing was really filmed there. Now they really encourage filming. But, like, did you ever see any? I remember they would put up signs and they would say that a movie that was being filmed there called First Kiss. Rory's First Kiss. Yes, that's right. And it was Batman. Yeah, because I actually worked at a screen printing company at the time that was making, like, the emblems and stuff for the Gotham City Police. So they were making, like, in a robe for Harvey Dent, which never got made. But yeah, it was and, all for Rory's first. And I, I worked on the street on LaSalle Street where they filmed the like final charge, and they were and it was all labeled as Rory's first kiss. But there was like a Gotham City helicopter. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, I, w- I want to let you guys go because you have the birthday party to go to, and I, I promise not to keep you. But uh, you're you're po- oh I, I'm not I'm not kicking you out yet, but I wanted to announce that because I'm terrible at letting people go. You you have a podcast called Put Your Hands Together, which is like uh, it's a stand up podcast where you can come to see podcast uh, people, uh, comedian people do comic things. <laughs> yes. You guys run it together, and you're like hosting it. I I, I haven't like, like... yes. <laughs> yeah, <is laughs> you're wrapping. That... Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> It felt like you were trying to figure out what a show is. <laughs> well, I'm not sure. They have a you podcast. Guys it? Is it a podcast, but it's a stand-up things? format. I don't know if the stand-ups come and talk about their lives on the thing, and then the, or if it's a live podcast where you guys are hosting a stand-up show. It's I all very it's Christopher a great, Nolan. It's a great question, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a show wrapped in a show. Um, I just spilled so much water in my crotch. Yeah, also. I'm sorry. So I'm much. Sorry. It's all the way through. Um, but it's every Tuesday night at the UCB, and it's a live stand-up show that runs for 75 minutes and Rhea and I co-host it and we do hilarious jokes um, and then also stand-ups come and perform and we didn't think that this we took a real risk when we started it two years ago because we just said like maybe if we do this stand-ups will let us use their material and um, most of them do like we never we say you can have your set cut if you want it and we can do an interview instead and that's also fine and sometimes you just get like a great interview with somebody who's about to go on Conan and they're like practicing their Conan set but a lot of it is just like material which is awesome because there are so many people that don't get a chance to be like I don't know if LA ever realizes how lucky LA is 
because everybody just lives here. So you can go to a show at the Meltdown or at the UCB and it's just like, oh, these people are only in like majorly big budgeted films, not like enormously big budget. Like we can't believe it's just like Louis C.K. and not like Louis C.K. writing Jerry Seinfeld. Like what are like, this is bullshit. Like we can't believe we're just like not watching Maria Bamford and also Sarah Silverman doing the arms for each other from behind like this. <laughs> so you're spoiled audiences, but people in Kansas City, they don't get to hear eight great comics on the same show. They don't get to hear anything. They don't get to hear anything. There's they no got no ears they in got Kansas City. <laughs> they got nothing out Missouri there. Missouri and Kansas. Yeah. Uh, Sound-free America. And the thing that doesn't need to be plugged is, the, is these uh, charming, awesome, like, mother-friendly Ask a Lesbian. There's this video that's like billions and zillions of more, more, more views than community has had. Uh, Nielsen numbers. Just, and, and we were talking about in the green room like how does that happen what does that happen we made a video called ask a lesbian and it's like pretty it's there's nothing really shocking in there it's like here are the questions for ask a lesbian is scissoring a thing Nah, not really hey uh, i've had this argument so many times thank you <laughs> it's not a thing well, I mean, Camille, how would you could have just but... called us whenever you had that argument I we will come and defend you, and you. And yes like, you can i'm hey, giving Cameron, you the permission weird question <laughs> <laughs> Not that Listen, not, I honestly want it to be a real thing, but if you think about it scientifically, it doesn't make sense. It's not doing anything for anybody. Well, now, come yes, on. Agreed. If you're a lesbian couple and you're out there and you want to scissor with each other, I think also you guys would agree with me. Go ahead. Try I, it. I have had women debate me after shows. Be, oh, like, only a couple. There's always, like, a couple lesbians that are like, I do it and I love it! And I they don't aggressive. believe them because... You've been a lesbian for three weeks, yeah, lady. Uh, what are you rubbing? <laughs> It's so What's going on with your thighs? Yeah. You can get them so... F they always walk you know up I mean? to you really uncomfortable. <laughs> They're like, oh, it's totally a thing. They got yeah. no pants on. They're just real Winnie the Pooh. Bow-legged. Because <laughs> the things you're trying to get to align are very small. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things. And you should just, you should just grab them. Right. I mean, just grab Like, before you should rub them together, yeah. you should just grab them. Grab them. Because, because gay men, yeah. I, I, I doubt even, gay men have a big flappy thing coming out. And I bet, I bet they spend very little time just rubbing them together. <laughs> Oh yeah, and they can. They can do it. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. They could just like yeah. do, they could like tap them together, and I yeah. bet they don't a lot. That's amazing. Well, I think that people are really confused about what lesbian sex looks like because of like lesbian porn. Because lesbian porn is always like it's like two women scissoring. They have super long fingernails. A pizza guy comes. He's like, "Do you want me?" And they're like, "Yes." So then it's all labeled lesbian, yeah. and it's just like very. Even the movie Blue is the warmest color has like. 27 minutes of scissoring in it. One question, one question that you kind of sidestepped as a joke in your video, the f I think it was like one of the first questions is, do you get uh, excited looking at your own boobs? <laughs> Which is a question I never even thought to ask. No, but you also sidestep it with a joke. You did, is there an answer to that question? Is that... <laughs> I'm going to guess, no, you don't. Yeah. Well, not your own, right? You're not because... turned on. You're probably like, hey, these are great boobs. This is so great that someone else gets to enjoy them or whatever. Yeah. I don't... You know what? Like... The lesbians answer. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> well... Um, I, what do you want to answer first and I'll well, answer I second? Mean, usually I, you know, look in the mirror and give full eye contact to the boobs and then I'm like, you're doing great, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that, so here's the thing. I mean, uh, uh what, don't answer? 
What? Don't be stressed. It's what okay. Kind of, I'm comfy of... with my body. Thank you so much for protecting us. Because you were between two men who were like, what are your boobs like? So I really appreciate that. Hey, but it's okay. We we're good friends with Kumail. Dan's a great dude. We're I'm, on. It's I'm, okay. I'm uh, curious. Consent what be, is given. What could um, be, I'm curious, though, about that, that outburst. What could be gained by not answering? What could possibly be happening? And I really, I don't mean that rhetorically. What, what could be happening? Are we bullying by asking? No, I think maybe it's just like, you know, anytime you ask a woman about her bod, there's like a bit of a revelatory thing there. But I mean, I, to me, I just say that, no, I don't get super turned on my, my, my own bod, but I do think sometimes I'm like, ooh, you look great in them undies, but... Um, Real tight screenplay. <laughs> I've never seen purple screenplays yeah. before. <laughs> That's a lacy screenplay. I think, I think young lady, whoever's, whoever, whoever felt compelled to be protective like that, I want to be clear about this. I was asking because they made a video, and that was one of the questions in the video. I wasn't, like, like, like hauling you guys up and, like... like, like we got called hey, up here from this? I we hear tell your lesbians. You got some answers for me. I wanted the answer, you know, it's like you, they, the question was asked and answered in this viral video that's been seen by millions of people, and I was like, I wanted to do like a little director's cut of it. it was like, <laughs> yeah. Is there is there an actual answer to that question? Uh, I, have a, I have like an even more personal answer, which is really uh, probably too personal, which is that Rhea has better boobs than I do. So <laughs> <laughs> why are people clapping? I, I Great, I have great boobs, but I think she's got the better boobs. But that's kind of a cool thing about being a lesbian is you're like, you've, you've got the boobs, and I have a... What do I have? The money. Say something. A beautiful something. face. A oh. beautiful face. <laughs> a beautiful face. Say something about, like, you know, I don't know. You have a great ass. Thank you, for God's sake. Right. What about the hole? I'm sorry, this is disgusting. <laughs> the the other question <laughs> did you say what about the hole <laughs> yeah the other question I had never thought to ask until you guys told me that you just recently got engaged or you got engaged last year and you're engaged yeah. and I think if you're a straight guy in the audience, you may you may suppress it because you live in Los Angeles, but there's probably an immediate question of like who proposed? Like how do you That was my first question. I was like, here's a lesbian question, who proposed? <laughs> and I I don't know where joke separates from reality, but and I I think the answer is you just don't like, but the answer from you guys was that Rhea because she has shorter hair. Yep. <laughs> It's uh, easier to kneel down. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can't... I, I, um, no, well, yeah, Rhea, Rhea proposed, but that was just because... Um, why was it you and not me? Do you know? The hair. Yeah, yeah no, I think... I, don't. I, yeah, I feel like I, want, I knew that I wanted to be with you, but I was, like, too shy to do that. And yeah. then we went to the top of... it. We were in Griffith Park. We were in the top of this beautiful mountain, and um, I like hiking. Rhea hates hiking. She woke me Hate up early, early in the morning and was like, let's go for a hike. And I just like didn't think anything was weird. And also, she didn't tell me to like put on good clothes. Cause so I, I was wearing think about it. garbage jean shorts. I'm very much and a like dude a in sun that. hat that goes all the way around. Yeah. We had water bottles. <laughs> Rhea uh, sat in gum yeah, she, right before she sat in gums all over her ass. And then. And then a hawk flew by, and yeah. then she got down and proposed. But the funny thing about getting proposed to at the top of a mountain is that you never think about, like, oh, well, now we have to go down. We're just up here. <laughs> we didn't even have service. We couldn't call anybody. <laughs> we just had to, 
like, you want to hike back down? <laughs> and then get, get clothes on and go to brunch? Like, what do you want to do? I got to change the laundry. Yeah. So. <laughs> Had you guys discussed before that you were going to get married or was it a total surprise? Like a lot of, now, nowadays, I would think a lot of couples are like, hey, we're going to get married? Yeah, let, we'll get married at some point. Like, was it a conversation you guys had had? I think when we moved out here together that I just figured like, like as long as, as long as Rhea doesn't move back to Chicago, we're getting married. <laughs> like <that's, laughs> that was kind of the thought in my mind. And then, but had you guys talked would, about it? Had we talked about it? I don't think we did. I think we maybe talked about it and like, I'm going to marry you in Wife. that way that people yeah. are talking that's, about. That's stuff. talking about it. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that can be the most devastating talking about it there is. Because like, like, we are in moments of passion. We're like, I'm going to marry you. And it's like, oh, shit. Like, I mean, you don't, yeah, you can't just change your mind about that later. And yet sometimes it's something you really want to say. Uh, all right. Well. Uh, One more thing. You know what? She called my dad. I just got to oh, yeah. That. For real? Yeah. For real. I did not have the balls to do that. I did not. My, my, my girlfriend's, uh, girlfriend's, my wife's uh, girlfriend at the time, her, yeah, I should have done that. Well, you and got I didn't permission? Do it. Yes, I did. Wow. I didn't, I'll say this. I didn't need it. He was like, I don't need to give you this, but I really appreciate you talking to me about it first before you did it. Wow. Which is the key dad response. It's a uh, perfect response. Yeah. But Who I, is this dad? Can we get a dad transplant for, <laughs> uh, for these folks? I'm sure my dad. Yeah, I'll would. take one too. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take it. He's a tiny Italian crying man, and I just <laughs> knew that he would need to hear from Rhea, and so I just actually told her that. Like, if you ever are thinking about it, you should talk to my dad. Just because, yep. like, not that he is possessive, but just that he would just, like, that would make him happy till the day he died. Like, oh he just God. would be like, I, like, Rhea. I'm gonna die in a second. Please come in here. I have to tell you again how much it meant to me. Like those will be his last words. Yeah. That and I love your mother. That's the other one. Um, it's very oh my loving God. Man. Your mother, not my mother. No. That would be We're a terrible sisters. reveal. <laughs> what? Yeah. I know, <laughs> I know you guys are human beings yeah. and individuals and not representative of anything and not symbolic and icons, but that makes me want to cry so much. The idea <laughs> of a dad of a the, the, the going giving his blessing and uh, that makes me like so. Uh, uh, I just want to melt into a liberal puddle and. <laughs> Like, flow into some gutter and just join uh, Obama in heaven. <laughs> and rain down on every country and make everything green and vegan and just, yeah. just turn the moon into a, a rainbow? I don't know. <laughs> into a titty. Into a um, what, what about your titties? What about? Tell us about your titties. I'm so sorry, lady. Whoever's back there, I feel like I through. I hate myself through her eyes. Whoever like about, don't answer. I'm like, wait, wait. What am I, Jim Belushi? Yeah, I didn't do. <laughs> no, we're all just friends. don't answer. Just stay strong. Don't let them hurt you. I just, it's just it's just my podcast. I'm a beta male. I I'm almost a lesbian myself. <laughs> Um, okay. Uh, well, uh, uh, any, any, I don't know. Anything? Oh, your album. Your album's doing fine. You probably don't need to plug it. Was it Same Sex yeah, Symbol? Yeah, it's called Same Sex Symbol. Yeah. It's doing really well, actually. Uh, Thank you, guys. And so nice. listen to their podcast. Put your hands together. And uh, th please thank you, Cameron and Rhea, for coming by. Thank you, Dan. Right. Bye, guys. Drive safe. So good.
I'm bad. I'm bad at bad at saying goodbye. Bad at interviewing. Oh, and I'm going to use this to plug something of mine that Rhea does all the time, which is this podcast uh, called X Files Files, which is on also on Feral. What are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, I'm just taking a moment to plug this podcast I do. It's called the X Files Files. Uh, Rhea does it all the time. Should it's, listen it's, to that. Should listen to you and your wife talking on the indoor kids. <laughs> Should, oh yeah, should 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 have your wife come by as a guest. I keep thinking. Yeah, yeah. Well, she used to be a couples therapist, and uh, yeah. Well, she's not. Well, you're not doing a show here next week, so a couple yeah. weeks. We'll, we'll but uh, yeah. Uh, all right. Look at these empty seats. They look were delightful, this, huh? Look at this limitless potential. We, we never get, did find out what they thought of each other's hole, <laughs> <laughs> which wish. they brought up. <laughs> I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish we could have gotten to the bottom of lesbianism, as I call it, um, as a as a as a lifestyle choice. Um, what makes you choose it? I forgot to ask them that. Why lesbianism? Yeah. Why not? Why not survivalism or uh, doomsday prepping? Like it's a hobby. <laughs> Yeah. You know, some people collect stamps, some people are lesbian. Uh, um, uh, let's bring uh, somebody out here who, who's, whose name I kind of changed recently. Uh, my wife, Erin McGathy Harmon. Do you get turned on by your boobs? Um, it, w- it was kind of loud backstage. Do I get turned on by my boobs? Yeah. Uh, uh no. I'm j- it's a, it was a callback, and we can move on. No, it's a complete say, non- Maybe I should say yes. Maybe that's sexier. Yeah. It's so <laughs> round. <laughs> and I look at him, and I'm like, that's you. And I'm like, I, but they're like candies on a, on hills of... I often wonder when I get I, I get out of the shower and I see myself in the mirror and I'm just like, what in the world? Who would ever? Why? Like I just, I just Me, look I like wo- you got out of the shower this morning and I woke up to a, to a naked man and I was like, oh. And I will admit, most of my sexual turn onness was from the fact that I knew that you had just taken a shower. I control the market. I, the bar is low. <laughs> yeah, Kumail's got to look like Greg Louganis. He's got a swimmer's body. And... Yeah. Uh, the height of male attractiveness, Greg Louganis. Uh, I guess I, I just popped in Greg my head. Greg Louganis was very sexy. Yeah, But mostly was. known for having AIDS and being a gay diver. I, I was... <laughs> I, guess I, I guess I'm more progressive than you guys. I just see him as a fit man. Yeah. He was just a hot bod to you. So progressive. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, Tim Burton Batman in that camp. Okay. And not mention Danny DeVito as a penguin. Is, that performance is so amazing. All right. Dark Knight, too dark. <laughs> no one? All right. And why'd they spell night wrong? Oh, boy. 
<laughs> it's like it's day and night. I know there's no K. Can I can I do can I do my impression of my wife's? Uh, 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 this is me at the altar, uh, uh, having spent a day and a half, almost physically nauseous, like retching, like thinking, like I gotta I gotta write these vows and I gotta memorize these vows and I gotta make these vows right and I gotta do them good. And then here's my impression of my wife. Uh, the officiant goes like, "They've written their own vows." Uh, Aaron, you go first. And, and Aaron goes, "Uh, well, you know." <laughs> what? What? <laughs> she didn't write her vows. She just improvised them. But she then, she was like, you know, I love you and stuff. But then she did have a highly choreographed dance and song. No, she did. Yeah. She. Her that love was, was her love was not uh, up for debate. Like like yeah, I just thought it was funny. I think I actually I came away from it thinking like you know what I think the writing of the vows and the memorization of the vows is a thing maybe for the groom, because I did I am thankful looking back on it that I had something, because otherwise I would have been melting down thinking about the idea that I was getting married and instead I was melting down th- like a sixth grader like about to go play Marco Polo in a play. <laughs> You know, I was like memorizing my lines. I was just pacing back and forth. I had something like, to focus on. Who is this on. person? I mean, I was like no to, really to, to hold you and to cherish you. Like, like I, I gotta, I gotta memorize these things, and it, it kept me sane during a very crazy okay. threshold. Yeah. Yeah, I was keeping the secret of that performance, but like right before we got married, when we did our uh, first look photo op. I don't know if you and Emily did that. No, we uh, went and got married uh, at five, a... Uh, five, fifty times. No, we have been married many times. Yeah. But we just went to like the, what's it called? Town hall? What's it called? The <laughs> square? The square. Yeah, we went to the square, got married. The pit. Yeah, we went, <laughs> we went down to the mosh pit, got married. <laughs> yeah, and then told my parents. So we didn't have like a, like a, what's the first look photograph? They do uh, photographers now because... Um, it's more. It makes more sense to take pictures before the wedding than after the ceremony. You do a first, quote unquote, first look photograph that's supposed to take place of the photos that you would get when the bride is first walking down the aisle. So it's a very staged thing where, where Dan's back is to me and I walk up and, and they're like, all right, Dan, turn around, like before the wedding, here's your bride. And then there are a bunch of people taking pictures of it. But during that, Dan was like, "So are you gonna are you gonna read your vows? Or are you memorize?" And and I was like, "Oh, I I knew I'd forgotten something." Yeah, uh, I have not done that yet. Um, I was very focused on all the other details of the wedding, and I also thought that I was going to be like struck by some inspiration for my vows, which I guess never happened. I promise to dinosaur you. To <laughs> I. I <Yeah. laughs> Like there would be some news item that would yeah. come through. Like, you will be my big elephant. Because uh, we were at the Natural History Museum and there were dinosaurs and elephants everywhere. The, the, the cat that fought off that dog that tried to kill that child. <laughs> yeah. You can see it right now on YouTube. I yeah. promise to not do that to you or to, or to do that for you. All right. Anyways. Yeah, we got married. It was you fun. You thought you were usual suspects or wedding vows. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, your vows were great, and it was it was good also because I had done that other thing, which is basically vows. I sang uh, a karaoke version of "I'll Stand by You" while my bridesmaids did a choreographed dance 
holding giant cardboard heads of Dan's face. It was fine. That's good. Yeah. And at our final rehearsal, I was, Dan was texting me, um, and I wasn't answering his text because I was singing I'll Stand By You and imagining this whole thing, and he got very mad at me because I wasn't returning his text. And I it's pretty so, ironic to not respond to someone because you're too busy singing I'll Stand By You. <laughs> For them. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, the only thing left to do is to bring up Spencer Crettenden. Thank you. Thank you very much. That was lovely applause, and it made me feel eight times more self-estimatious. Uh, this will make you feel self-estimatious. Yeah, Spencer had his hair down at the wedding, and yeah. you look like a fucking romance novel cover. <laughs> it looked like maybe I might have had a cover to something like 25 years ago or something. <laughs> Definitely past my prime romance novel coverman. But, I, you know, I also got some interesting texts from Rob Schraub earlier today. Oh, oh okay. wow. I, I, did t I missed that. Yeah, I, well, did, I did as well. Well, I'll almost fill you in because this morning I got a text from Rob Schraub. Oh, I mean this afternoon. Have you seen all that jazz? I, I, I also got that. Text. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. I, that's so rude. He texted. I thought we were having a moment. Yeah. You then, said no? No, of course not. That's fucking, yeah, no. Then, uh, then to his response, it's a Bob Fosse biopic that Bob Fosse wrote and directed. <laughs> to which I responded, is it good? And he said, yeah, Harmon should make a movie like that. <laughs> he's, he's nothing if not consistent. And did he go on to tell you? No, I, t I, I, I said you should tell him that, and then he didn't respond. Um, oh. I'd, like, I'd like to read my text conversation nice. with Rob Schraub. Yes. This is crazy. He knew we had the show tonight, so he like was like, I will be part of this show now. <laughs> maybe, or maybe he like texted Spencer sincerely. What, what Spencer time, said, tell Dan, and then he texted me. Compare times, what time did he times. text you? What Mine was one seventeen. Oh, mine was 107, motherfucker! Oh, damn. Right. Well, let me, hold on, let me, let me, let's find this on the Because we can piece a whole story together. Well, can I, uh, I'm going to read uh, This is just like dialogue. cereal. Rob says, it Rob is says like at 107 yeah. PM. There was no payphone. <laughs> mine was at, mine was at 12.52 PM. Oh. Was oh, that earlier than his? Yeah. yeah. So mine, is, mine is earlier than his. Mine okay. is at 1.07 p.m. He okay. was just that excited by the age. Okay. My, Rob texts me, have you, have you ever seen all that jazz? <laughs> I say, yeah, but not for a super long time and maybe not all the way through. Everyone's responding sincerely and he's just eating it up. <laughs> he's Rob, just trying to get to all that jizz. <laughs> Rob says, it's a Bob Fosse biopic. <laughs> that Bob Fosse wrote and directed. And I said, new... yep, I'm familiar. <laughs> and, then Dan, and then Rob says, uh, Harmon should make a movie like that. And I said, yeah, I think he could write a really funny musical. And then Rob says, you could call it All That Jizz. <laughs> but 
he never told you all that jizz? No. <laughs> what? What lines is he drawing? What is he doing? Because he was last. So by then, maybe Spencer was he was last? already strangling her. That's more cereal. Sorry. What? Oh, that's more cereal. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Wow. I'm really confused. This is this new thing. This I is feel left new... out that I didn't get a text asking if I've seen all that jazz. <laughs> we can only hope that... I feel embarrassed by how connected I felt to Rob during that Me too. conversation. Because I, I had actually written a text and then deleted it because I was like, this is too much. Where I was like, actually, when I saw Book of Mormon, I thought Dan would write a really great musical. It's so good that you're bringing this up. And we should all encourage him to write a musical. Uh, yeah, jazz sounds like jizz. I think his online persona came out of the computer, killed the real Rob, and is now fucking walking around talking to us and eating food and stuff. It's, it's like virtuosity. He was at your wedding! Yeah. His avatar. Sh- Shrab was at my wedding. He was my best man. And Shrab, before, as we're about to walk down the aisle, he's still holding the, uh, the best man's supposed to hold, like, the rings and stuff. He not only has both like ring boxes. He's got. He was holding the bag from the ring store. I don't. I've never been married before. I don't know what he's supposed to do, but I know he's doing it wrong. Like he's. He's going like, what do I? What do I do? And he's holding a bag from a do? ring store. What do with, I like, do? With just a like bunch a of shit in it. Trip. I'm like, give me that. Put the rings in your pocket. We had had a rehearsal, but then during the wedding, Rob was like, "I'm here the," and just like had two the two boxes of rings. He's like, "I don't know," and yeah. you don't know. It's like, yeah. why don't you know? No, uh, it's a wedding. You can plan it. You can rehearse it. All right. It was very charming, very Rob. Yeah, it was a really great wedding. I had a great time that night. Spencer, you disappeared. I was looking. Yeah, you. you know, anytime I go to a party, I kind of leave early, so I didn't stay too long. But I stayed, you know, as Did long as I could. Did you stay through the vows? Yeah. Well, what the, are you fucking kidding me? That'd be monstrous. <laughs> okay, what were the vows? Uh, Dan's uh, dance came second. They did, and uh, you know, they were about ghost fighting. Okay. And fighting as a ghost and Yeah. I did vow that if I die before Aaron, I will protect her with ghost powers. That was one of my many awesomely written vows. And then I would, if it got too weird for her, I would allow her to I would go away, I would not haunt her second husband. I would just wait for her to die. But then her second husband should fuck off because our love is eternal. You really killed at our wedding. <laughs> Both you guys did. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I was very, I was very moved by your vows. Also, like the whole experience of walking down an aisle and seeing all these people you haven't seen in a long time, and also like the bride is like hidden before the wedding, like you don't know who she's gonna be. Like, I, 
hanging up upstairs while you were talking to our friends. So walking down the aisle was like this very weird Wizard of Oz moment. Yeah, like it was so these, weird. And you it's, were there, and that was you. Yeah. Was, uh, it didn't really stick. It's like I get to walk walk around. That's a very. Well, yeah, you hung out. You you were like saying hi to people in line. Yeah, in. I get to like uh, chat with people. It's like it's it seems a little unfair. Like the groom gets to just walk around. Like, yep, get married, get married. Ooh, go see you when I get married. And, and meanwhile, then, like, I was googling vows. <laughs> <laughs> Literally googling yeah. vow ideas. <laughs> I thought that one more thing about the wedding because who cares except us. Um, the, I thought that the uh, I thought I anticipated that I would be unable to say my vows because I thought that would be the height of the emotional. Point, but you but, turned out you didn't give a shit. Because <laughs> I was killing, and I was like, "This is great, I'm killing." Um, no, the the once I was doing the vows, as far as I, it was, like, wasn't that hard to get through. The the peak of the emotion for me was when you were walking down the aisle, and because our friend Matt Gorley was singing Daniel Johnston's uh, "True Love Will Find You" in the end, it was like everything was like very. It was too sensory overload. I don't know. Anyways, yeah. I was that I got it. That was nice. I got it all out of my system. Then I was like, Jesus Christ. And then, and then the rest was like, I killed, as you said. All right. Um, I have a quick, I have a very obvious question. Does it, any, do, do things feel different? I, yeah. I feel, I feel like I, I, I'm now I finally get to nail it because I feel like I was. <laughs> we were saving ourselves. I feel like I, I feel like I was a bad. I was like, like being a single guy. It's like now I, uh, I don't know. I feel like I. I feel like this makes more sense. You know? Yeah. 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 I, I, uh, yeah, that resonates with me emotionally. Um, and also, you want to tell them about the thing that happened in our sleep, even unconsciously. Oh. <laughs> I. Sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the, the, this week you've, if, I think, um, and maybe maybe you can attest to this. As, how long were you guys engaged before you got married? We just got married. <laughs> we we went to the pit. We went to the pit and got married and called my parents and were like, hey, I'm married. Do you want to meet my wife? <laughs> they said yes, which that, is great. That sounds that sounds great. I think that like the uh, with us, like with this engagement period, and I'll just speak for myself, like everything was like what, uh, all right, we're playing this this uh, football game. He's he's passing the ball the certain way. I don't know why I wanted to. <laughs> why do would you pick football? You know nothing about. You, yeah, why would you pick the thing you know nothing about? <laughs> Side note: I had forty five seconds today where I thought I really liked soccer. <laughs> was it the only forty five seconds where a goal was scored during a game? <laughs> it was this moment when Shakira singing. <laughs> <laughs> and I love Shakira. Um, no, the world world soccer world football was on and the teams are all soft drinks and one one guy this sounds were, like a dream you had <laughs> and my dad was naked from the waist down um, they were playing they were playing they were that's playing your soccer. go-to for what your dreams are like <laughs> because it's okay because it was a dream yeah. but it's also upsetting um, I actually do have a lot of dreams where my dad's like Donald Duck. Uh, anywho. Uh, no, no, anywho. <laughs> no, no, rest of the night. Rest of the night is questions do and answers. Do you not have those dreams where like someone... Where my dad's dick is... No. But I've but never dreamt fine. of my dad's dick. Oh. 
I've only fant... Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. Uh, well, sorry. Goblin uh, Allah approves. Um. I had a dream that Michael Jordan was trying to kill me. Go ahead, though. <laughs> Important, but there, there were. I, uh, I turned on the television and uh, soccer was on, and the ball was going so fast. And then, and then someone like th- they kicked the ball, and then you know they pretend to be hurt all the time, and this guy just fell back on his back. And I was like, oh. And then everybody on his team was like, oh no. And I was like, this is really it's interesting great. and crazy. But then for like then the next thirty seconds, I was like, no, 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 no. Mm. Uh, yeah. Boring. Um, um, I will say this to go back to an earlier question you had. We got married, and then she was like, oh, I, I never got proposed to. And so, randomly, a couple of years later, I proposed to her after we'd been married. Was it good? Month. What did you do for your proposal? We were in Montauk. We were uh, uh, just, and I, we were just staying at a hotel vacation that weekend and uh, it was at night and we were playing video games <laughs> and I was like hey let's go for a walk at the beach and she's like it's kind of cold <laughs> and I was like no let's go for a walk on the fucking beach <laughs> and so I forced her out and it was kind of cold <laughs> and I was like will you marry me and she was like yeah can we go back inside? <laughs> yeah, I heard you did, bro. Come on. <laughs> there was a horrifying crab there when yeah. we were. It was the, the worst thing From I've ever size seen. Size or just ugly? ugly it was crab. ugly and big and like sideways walking. Like <laughs> it was a nightmare thing. It was the the crab of your new life together? <laughs> it will not always uh, look pretty, but it will be efficient and protected. And, and it has a shell. Walk yeah. sideways. Yeah. I was talking, Aaron, about, I'm telling you, tell them the story, because if I tell it, it's not fun about what the, I apparently did in my sleep. Right. So um, this last week, a few nights ago, I was saying, I was leading up to just saying that like during the engagement, it, like being married feels less stressful to me like it feels like oh cool yeah we bought the house and now yep here we are and no way out Fuck it's it. falling apart but made my bed let's do it yeah lock and uh, load <laughs> lock and load <laughs> uh anyway a few nights ago dan talks in his sleep pretty frequently and a few nights ago uh was farting in his sleep <laughs> and there were because and i'll just help tee this up because <laughs> you are a noble knight. <laughs> I think everyone knows why people fart, but explain. But more so for me because as the wedding approached, I was, there was a certain point where I was like, I'm not going to lose any more weight by our wedding. I'm going to look like a fat piece of shit in our photos. So I just started eating a lot of ice cream. <laughs> And I, th- I think I may be lactose intolerant. Why do you eat ice cream? Every day for the... She lost 30 pounds in 30 days, and at some point I was like, fuck it. I, uh, Where, Spencer, was he having you get ice cream? Uh, well, not ice cream, but the, yeah, very Just peanut things. butter and just anything on a corn cob butter uh, shower. I would have a shower yeah, brought in with butter a in lot. it. It doesn't... I was, the, the, so I was I'm not f- mad about you eating ice cream. It's just hilarious based on like you're coming home and me saying oh I really worked hard today you're like cool 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 me too yeah 
I didn't say, I never said me too. I just was like, cool, cool. But meanwhile, you were eating ice cream. Ice cream, the horror of foods. So, so this is why you were farting in your sleep. So Dan, Dan has farted in his sleep before um, and has woken himself up and sometimes has... There, there have been a couple of occasions where he's farted in his sleep and then turned over and been like, What? <laughs> Can we, let's pull it together. Not an exaggeration. In his sleep, he talks to me like I'm his second mate on a submarine. And I am getting water in the boat. And he's like, let's be professional. Water Uh, in the boat. Yeah. But a few nights ago, Dan, I think the most, uh, I'm going to say majestic, um, but not in a way that I think is in a the grossest, the most like triumphant beginning of a symphony uh, by Beethoven. That's all horns fart happened for a very long comical time. I was awake and Dan was asleep, and it was it was absurd. <laughs> There were highs and lows. There were like emotional, like, oh God, will they? Oh, okay, good, they're safe. In this fart. And I knew that Dan was going to wake that, up. That fart sounds like it had more plot than Teen Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, it was a steel magnolias fart. Um, <laughs> At the end of it, uh, I was just looking at him because I thought he, I knew he would wake up and he didn't open his eyes and just said, husband. <laughs> and that is that story. If I told that story, it would, it would be like, what are you bragging about? No, I don't know. Husband. <laughs> I'm assuming that was shame-based. Like I was like, I don't know. Like maybe in my dream, I was looking at myself farting and was like yelling at myself. Yeah, you had a great tag to that fart. Yeah. You lost 30 pounds in 30 days. Uh, That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, kind, kind of, yeah. <laughs> I'm what keeping you, them a secret somewhere. Uh, what did you do? I did, uh, I did a like doctor prescribed it's kind of embarrassing but i guess it you don't have to talk out. about it i was just curious no it's fine i um i ate a bunch of tapeworms <laughs> <laughs> and then stared at pictures of rebecca gayhart from 1995 so that's what they had uh no i i um i went to a doctor and it was prescribed this diet which is basically 500 calories a day what t- yeah that's it's like, starvation that's you don't have meal. to do it Women, it's not. You don't have to. I loved her and never asked for any of this, and and per, and got fat to inspire her, <laughs> hoping she would catch on. We're getting married. I we mean, can be fatter than ever. A lot of it. A lot of it was like that diet sounds crazy. No one could ever do that. I should see if I could do that. Uh, so yeah, I think technically I lost because I was losing weight because I was exercising a lot. 
before the doctor prescribed. This, the smattering of applause in this room is very confusing. Uh, there's so many like factions teams. of people. There's the there's the lady that thinks that if I talk to lesbians about their boobs, like the, the, the pr- prisoner is happening, and then that. But she's quiet while you're talking about losing thirty pounds. The exercise freaks in the back. Of, exercise is the way to go. Uh, I think also thirty pounds sounds like. A lot. I'm five ten, so like thirty pounds on me, like isn't as thirty crazy. pounds is a it's a lot. <laughs> five hundred calories a day. What did you eat? Like, what did it look? Can I ask? I don't know. Does interesting. Yeah. I'm so uh, curious. <laughs> um, I didn't do it for the full time, but like my day was uh, an apple and then like a half a chicken breast and vegetables. The main thing was like having no additives. And no fat was kind of the thing. You weren't allowed um, to wear oil-based makeup, like the doctor that prescribed yeah. it. Like, it was a whole. Also, thing. the doctor who prescribed it uh, sounded exactly like Werner Herzog, which was terrifying. <laughs> this is not something to take lightly. <laughs> I will give you this. Cautiously. <laughs> you will look good, but at what cost? <laughs> I was into it because over the last year, I've put on weight that I didn't want, which is usually the case. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I just wanted to lose it quickly. But no matter what, you're shaped like you're a beautiful human being, and you shouldn't let people convince you, or worse, yourself convince you that the the fact that you look how you look. Okay, wait, did I get her back? Yeah, you got her back. Your body does not define you. Am I getting this right? I see pictures of myself and I'm skinny or fat and I'm like, why the fuck did I... I wasn't happy back then either. Like, <laughs> like, 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 like the shape of your body is a lot like money. Like, you'd be surprised how miserable you can be looking really good and, 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 and how happy you can be being really fat. And, like, it's not... Like, well, however you look is how you right. look. It's how you want to look. You look that way because you want to look that way. Don't, I was don't... over my threshold of feeling comfortable we but bo- i mean we, we we both get there but Listen, you and i you and i are gonna be like we're gonna take a journey together where we're like we're 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 gonna we're gonna i mean our favorite pastime is never gonna be hiking like like like, like, like we may I'm, I'm not ruling it out but you and I, you you and i are at our best when we are watching like a movie uh, you know and we're, there's probably some ice cream involved and like <laughs> Like I don't want to like I don't I don't want to hinge our happiness on how we look. I I want us to be happy and it's 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 a, it's a roller coaster, yeah. you know. Well, it's just I think from where you're sitting like this diet that I did. Also, I did not lose 20 or 30 pounds on the diet. It was less than that. You told me at one point that you lost 30 pounds. I, did I was going by you. Point. Yeah, yeah. I just mean like where I'm at now, but I was talking about like when I had started exercising really hard the thing is like for like two months i was exercising so much and i just i just lost uh i didn't lose a lot of weight and then i went to Werner herzog and he said you are healthy enough for if this you diet. want to make this commitment there is an agreement you must make <laughs> he 
gave me a physical, and during the physical, which was terrifying, I kept on asking him, which I've never done with a doctor before, like, is this safe? Mm, uh, safe. <laughs> it is a strange word. <laughs> Capable of so much damage. I will not play the recording of Nazi you. Germany was safe for the Nazis. <laughs> This penguin's stomach is safe, not for herring, but for the penguin. He did say several times, oh, so tall. (laughs) That does sound like a Nazi. (laughs) So tall? Your your skeleton, so so elongated, (laughs) so... Fireplace mantle worthy. What? What? Uh, I was asking just because I stress a lot about what I eat, and I like feel bad about if I eat if I don't eat well. And it's been like this since I was probably fourteen. Like I've worried about how much I weigh, you know, since then till today. All the time. Were your parents stressed out about your? No, they don't. (laughs) No, they didn't care, which is good. They shouldn't. Where do but you I think that came from when you were 14? I don't know, but I remember eating fried chicken once and being like, I am so horrible. And it's still like that. Like if I, and I love eating, right? So if I eat something bad, I like, I get like really, I feel really, really horrible about it. And then it's like, uh, and it's, it's just me. It's on myself. Like, you know, it's not, nobody else has put any of this pressure on me. But I, right, I, I all, like, we all I heard a story. I can't remember who it was. It was like some writer or something that mentioned running into you. And they were like, yeah, I ran into Kumail. And I was talking to him for a while. But he was like coming out of the gym. And it was I was really distracted by uh, his immense upper body. Yeah, you oh, look great. That's the, that's the nicest thing I've ever like, heard. Like, <laughs> like you, you, you were just talking to him like, oh, it's so good to see you. Oh, good. And, all right. We'll deal with that in a second. Okay, bit from I column tra- A, bit from column B. I, 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 I tried to launch into my Kumail. I got the only. I can't. I can't. I can't talk like Kumail. Okay. I always have to go to the word cunt. I can't. I can't do that. I can't. I can't. Can you talk like Kumail? I can't. I can't. You are. Um, they uh, they were distracted by how overwhelmingly uh, powerful and sexy your body was. And yeah, they think- walked away from it affected and disturbed. <laughs> That's the effect I'm going for. There, there was one day when you came to Nerd Melt, I think before a Harmontown show, where everyone was like, whoa. What? <laughs> were you just like... You're fine! No, 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 I'm, I know you're fine. Like, I, but it's just not... It doesn't... It's just I think people myself. don't really... Yeah, people don't... <laughs> we think about these things. We think about ourselves and, oh, yeah. oh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not good enough. And we don't... Yeah. With our friends, I think we don't tend to say, like, well, you know, Kumail could really beef up no nobody bit. cares no no nobody but cares when but you yourself. come in and you and your and your your arms are large and you've got that neon muscle tee and... married neon muscle tee <laughs> and there's a moment where it's like wow spencer how do you feel about your body oh it's terrible it's just uh it's a real train wreck over here i get up and i survey the damage and i'm like well we better get to work. But not to work fixing it, to work doing my job. 
And then I get home from work and I'm tired. I wonder how to tell people. I know for sure that people in the world are supposed to uh, they're supposed to hold themselves to a different standard than they're holding themselves physically, for sure. But at the same time, there's also a total acknowledgement of the fact that we're a disgusting nation that kind of like, we are definitely, like, we should keep ourselves healthy and stuff. That's a totally different thing from being sexy. Like, 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 like our standards of like what we look like and whether or not we're beautiful people, uh, like has totally different from whether or not you are happy in yourself and like whether you feel good. And it's hard to, I, I know right. I'm never, like, I, I think I'm just generally obsessed with it. I'm just always conscious of like, ah, I look like a piece of shit. I'm a piece of shit. I'm like a piece of garbage. I'm a piece of shit. But then there's like moments where I'm like, like, oh, I really look like a piece of shit. Ah, look at that. Ah, I look like a piece of shit. I don't know. It's never healthy. It's never, it never comes from a good place. And it's never yeah. like body dysmorphia. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah. With the with the me losing weight, it wasn't even it was it, like it really wasn't even related to the wedding. It just seemed like a uh, good time to do it. And I totally agree with you. And I'm not. Uh, I'm not trying. I'm not aspiring to uh, to be like super thin because I don't think I'm comfortable super right. thin. I just wanted to feel like uh, I don't know, like myself again, like a like a sexy piece of shit. All right, yeah, we did it. That's what we are. Two sexy pieces of shit. We get married <laughs> together forever. All right, Spencer, do you think? What do you think? Well, what do I think I never about know what's what? going on with you, D&D-wise, anymore. I just, you know, I don't know what you're saying, man. I don't know what you're trying to allege here. It's a lot of, a lot to process. <laughs> I don't, do you want to play D&D? I always want to play D&D. <laughs> Should I get it out like yep, I am? get it out. I am. Spencer got, uh, for the best man gift, I guess it's a tradition, you get a bet your best man a gift, I got Rob a Segway, because he's directing a lot of uh, community episodes, so I got him a Segway so he could roll around the, the, the lot. And Spencer, Spencer took a day, and he, he made it look like Scud, the disposable assassin. Aww. So Rob has like a little yellow robot thing. Now he can like roll around and write us all weird texts about. So Rob's resting face is a Segway face. What do you mean? No, I expected everyone on stage to be like, yes, yes. No, I mean like Rob's resting face. Oh now, yeah, like... he's got Segway. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he always looks like he's on a Segway. Yeah, the only just like presumptuous, missing. but like I know this is stupid, but yeah, I'm... slightly judgmental, better than yeah, you. That's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's to me, right. Rob Schraub always looks like uh, he's reacting to someone unseen who's disapproving of him. So that's almost the complete opposite of what you guys are talking about. Like, he's just always like, he's shaking his head like someone, anytime no, he walks into defensive. a room. Like, that segue face is defensive. It's oh. like, I know that you've attacked me, and I'm going to stand by my... Segway. Segway. So I so I was so jealous of his because I rode around on his and I got my own. You guys are racing it. it I don't have a car, but I have a Segway. Segways are awesome. I I I've ridden one once and I had a great time. Do you ride it on a tour? Yeah, kind of. I was in Miami. The worst place in America. <laughs> no one who's been there can disagree with me. 
But they have all those shootings in all those clubs. Oh uh, yeah, I mean it's got a lot going for it. <laughs> I, I segways are like rolling luggage to me. It's the thing that on paper it's like this is perfect. This is what everyone needs. But then you look at it and you're like, eh. I can't. Wait, I can't your, cross that threshold. Rolling luggage. It's just like you look at it and you're like, eh. I can't cross that threshold. Mm. What is it like when you look at it? You're just like, eh. I mean, <laughs> you know, you see something and it's like, I, it's like a fanny pack, you know? You just look at it and you're like, eh. It's like you can't, you get it, you get it completely, but you're not going there. You know? <laughs> you sound like Margaret Cho. <laughs> I'm not going there. Well, she's not. It's a fanny pack. I agree with you. Walk uh, around. Which? Yeah, well, I mean, I walk around, sure. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I've traveled with you. Uh, you and seem uncomfortable. Yeah, you do. We all do. Um, you seem uncomfortable when you're carrying your bag. Dan also has a thing against rolling luggage. I have a so bag that I call bag. 360. You got me a bag that has a, it's a it's double hidden, bag, hidden and hidden then rolling. it yeah. transforms into a rolly, and I slowly started just rolling with it. Why don't no. you like rolling luggage? I same as Spencer. Yeah, I, I mean, I looked at it and I was like, eh. Yeah, that's the. You're not gonna cross that threshold. The only way to describe it, like, but it, but it you, you know, get it. But that he makes you it. like the cool kid in high school that makes kid a, makes fun of the kid with a rolling bag. You're yeah, because like, those kids were fucking lame. <laughs> that's what it comes from. Like you see those kids and you kick their backpacks because it's like fuck you. <laughs> In your mid twenties, why not be comfortable? You why not have a yeah. bag? Well, that's that... why I don't kick them anymore. I just don't. I don't partake. <laughs> when you travel on a plane, you have to have rolling luggage. You, you do not. On... You do not. It really makes your life so much easier. Agreed. <laughs> well, I don't know if that's true. I mean, it makes your life easier during certain specific stretches, but then you're exchanging that for like the when you're looking at yourself in the mirror and you're just <laughs> no, it's just hey. like sometimes like, like I, I no, it's fun. Also, like if you're going down a ramp, you can let it go and you can be like, who's gonna get there first? <laughs> you can play the who's gonna get there first game. You know that fun airport game. <laughs> Thanks for making new character sheets. Oh, it's yeah. Like you, uh, you are committed to this. No, what? <laughs> what is that? Uh, yeah. Thank you. That's a nice compliment. <laughs> You're welcome. I just figured out how to react to that just then. I think if you could travel with just a backpack, you'd be the ultimate person, which is what I try to do. If mm -hmm. I'm going to Miami for the weekend, I'll just put a couple underwear in a backpack. <laughs> and then I'm, I'm just like, they you go, are you checking? I'm like, well, what is anyone talking to me about anything for? I got my got shit on my back. No one can fuck with me, ever. But then you say to your partner, like, where's the toothbrush? And where's the palace? And where's my underwear? And where Those are all the... fit in a backpack, though. I mean, it's like pants that don't fit in a backpack. And I don't talk like that. And you married me. <laughs> and if, if that's how, then you married a monster. And that makes, that makes you worse than a monster. You're, a, you're like the Rancor Keeper in Return of the Jedi. Like the Rancor. Like a, it, was a gro it was a Grover. It was a Grover voice. I needed to pack Palisade. What happened to my character? Why is Elmo so popular? 
Elmo's a baby. Elmo's a baby. Elmo's, he's certainly not intelligent. <laughs> he has a lot of problems understanding very basic concepts at most. Elmo's character is a, a baby, like literally a baby. Yeah, I know. That explains why he's so dumb. Does this show have any value for anybody anymore? It used to be like, well, it was a learning show for kids, and it and it and it differentiated with like the, the existing class system because it, 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 it the kids lived on a street, Sesame Street. The idea was that it was a street, and like, like it was like brownstone steps and stuff. It was like, oh, guess what? This is where you live. It was multi-ethnic, and it was like revolutionary, teaching you to read. Cut to Elmo. That's some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> that show got caucasized. I'll tell you that. What? Got turned into bullshit. Caucasized? Yeah. I'll figure it out later. I'll write a blog about it. I'll hashtag it. What does caucasized mean? Look it up. Like, it's like whitewash. Don't look it up. I made it up. It means whitewash. I, I made it up. Did you grow up with Sesame Street, Camille? Nope. See? He's fine. Yeah, we didn't get Sesame Street. Did you have an equivalent? Was there like an ed educational Pakistani show that was? No, but there was a guy who would teach you how how to draw. And, to uh, live next door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he lived next door. I'd go over to his house, teach me how to draw. My parents hated him. <laughs> No, before I went to school every day, there would be they would show one cartoon, which was like Tom and Jerry or something, and there would be a guy who would teach you how to draw, and he would he would pronounce the colors wrong. Like instead of yellow, he would call it yulo. He'd be like, so, and then kids would send in drawings, and he would just fucking rip them apart. Why? That why? was on Sesame Street. Why haven't we been talking about this for six years? What are you talking? Like, what, what were his crit critiques of the kids' drawings? Like, very high level. Like, like you would fucking know the way. He's like, but there's no balance. There's no perspective. <laughs> the colors are all over the place. And it's like a five-year-old drill. It sent it in. And he's like, and this Yulo over here makes no sense. <laughs> That sounds so good. So I would watch it, and I loved watching it. When I was a kid, I wanted to be a cartoonist, but I was never good at it. And I'll tell you, the day I quit, I, uh, there was a girl I had a crush on. This was the fifth grade. And so the art teachers really liked me. And it was like, if your drawing got an A, they would post it up outside the classroom. And I would always get an A because I was a good kid, but I couldn't draw. So it would be all these beautiful drawings and then one hideous one. <laughs> and I was like, why is that there? Oh, it's Kamel. He's, he's a good kid. <laughs> but one time, uh, we had to draw our own hand. And I couldn't get it right. I erased it, and I drew it, and I erased it, and I drew it. And then finally, at the end of class, I went up to my teacher to show it. Like, is this good? And it was, it was her and Sana Raza, the girl I had a crush on in fifth grade. And they both looked at this drawing, and they laughed. And then they caught themselves. Like, they felt really bad for it. They were like, ha, ha, oh. <laughs> they felt really, really horrible. And uh, that was the day. I never spoke to Sana Raza again, and I decided I wouldn't be an artist. Aww. I was really bad. It's good. Yeah. San Sanara was her name? What was her name? Sana? Sana? Raza. Sana and you Raza. were born with a stencil. What do you mean? <laughs> I mean, on your body. You... Oh. She, she's still giving you shit for not drawing a handwriting all these years later. 
<laughs> She's like, why couldn't you just draw a good hand? Don't stun a rose on me. <laughs> um, I would... It just, oh. I was just bad at it. I had a comic strip I would draw called Mr. Karate. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was wondering what your main... So the, what it, could you explain the hero of that? Mr. Karate? Yeah. He was a guy he knew karate. <laughs> His, he had no choice. His name was Mr. Karate. And, uh, and he would had a little radio, and he would go and then kick people's asses. He had a little radio. Why did he have a radio? He would to tune listen into for the, crimes? Yeah, police scanner. Oh, it was a two-way radio. It was a... Uh, I, yeah, I just knew I could draw a box, like, so the radio was a box. And I could draw this one guy in profile, so his fights were always in profile. And I would draw, draw a bandana. And Who were the villains? Just, you know, I, it's like thieves and stuff. <laughs> Nothing too high level. How, how old were you when you were drawing Mr. Karate? I probably quit, uh, I was probably like 11 or something, uh, 12. Too old, I think, to have dreams. <laughs> Anyway, I still can't draw. I can, all I can draw is a Ninja Turtle. Oh, yeah. I can draw Inspector Gadget, Pac-Man, and Garfield. I can do Pac-Man. Not like I can. <laughs> I bet not. We're talking circles. Yeah, Well, Pac-Man the cartoon. Uh, never mind. It's not important. Oh. All right, we have five minutes. Yeah, well... Oh, well, we started, we started 15 minutes late, so we really have 20 minutes. Oh, shit. Well, if you go by that, I mean, these people have been waiting their whole lives for tonight, so we have 23 years. Is that when they're dying? Oh, no, that's when they were born. Sorry, math is no good. Let's get it started, right? Right. Are we getting the, the musical music? Oh, Sounds like shit. Atmospheric. This must be great as a video podcast. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh. Mm. Man, I want to come to harmontown.com slash live every week in yeah. January for a nominal fee to pay for the servers. Of course, the audio podcast will always be free. But with the video podcast, do you feel... Alive. Alive. <laughs> Open your mind. Feel yourself slip. You no longer crave cigarettes or sauces. Cigarettes and sauces. Highly addictive sauces are no longer a part of your life. Visualize Kamal in your living room. I'm going to stand up for myself at work tomorrow. <laughs> People are going to remember my name. <laughs> you ever hear those tapes and they just make you want to kill yourself? Because you're like, holy shit, this could be an ambition. Are, I'm going to affect people? Oh, people God. can see you. Oh, shit. All right. All right, here we go. People know who you are. I have a right to breathe. <laughs> you may, Dungeon Master. 
I mean, that's so much better, isn't it? See, this is just going to be a bummer. When we last met, our heroes had just returned from underground, finding themselves in an overgrown tomb. After teaming up with a ghost named Lil Baskins, the gang trekked underground in pitch darkness along the ghost way, and then slaughtered a pair of rhinoceri for them, their pelts. But after exiting the ghost way, our gang was waylaid by a shoddily constructed ambush. Two gnolls, swearing vengeance for their fallen packmate, summoned skeletons and began to attack, but Dignity quickly stymied the onslaught with some well-placed diplomacy. After talking down the furry monsters, Sharpie got to the bottom of their pain, and after a fierce negotiation, sold an ancient and priceless artifact to the gnolls for 9,000 gold. The gnolls slipped away with the mystical artifact, leaving our heroes alone in the cold. But where would they go? What would they do? And how would they keep from freezing to death? Find out now on an all-new Harmon Town. I examine my surroundings. I can examine my surroundings. <laughs> you are allowed to examine your surroundings. It's true, it's true. You stand in a small graveyard in the woods. Vines and kudzu coat the gravestones and overtake the gates and walls of the graveyard. Past the trees in the forest to the north are the bone-white faces of the northern mountains. The cold cuts through your rags like nothing, stripping warmth from your flesh like the chill of the grave. Ooh. It's freezing. <laughs> Darkness I, is falling. We have our cloaks of resistance of all that crap, right? Yeah, but they're they're not they're not seeming to uh, to feel this cold. This is colder cold than you've ever killed. Ooh, little baskets, <laughs> us of the living, and find it so much colder out here than you. Yeah, that's why earlier I was like, y'all should get some pelts and shit, yo. <laughs> well, I guess we'll warm ourselves by the glow of your "I told you so." <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Thanks, though. Really helps. Uh, I mean, it's just almost as if I, I anticipated this might happen and wanted to warn against, you know. No, we got the... Yeah. It's an I told you so. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Just keep tasting it. Trying to help. Not anymore, you're no, not. No, not anymore. Well, you're trying to, I, I you're doing the cabbage patch on the end zone of our deaths. <laughs> but I told you so, right? <laughs> yeah. Now we're dying. Little Baskins, uh, why is it so cold? Because it's the north. I Sorry? Don't know. It's the north. Mm. Why cold. did you know it was going to be cold? Just because it was. Well, I'm a guide. I should know stuff like that. If there's going to be traffic or. Can you, can you guide us to a less cold place? Well, not if the place you're going, that I'm guiding you to, is in a colder place. No. Okay. okay can we? Where can we get pelts? Like, is there a place we can go to get pelts? Is this going to kill us this cold? It will eventually. Okay. I mean, it'll get colder even. Okay, great. Um, is there a place we can get pelts before we move on? What 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 can we do? Uh, I don't know. I mean, you could probably find someone who's selling pelts. Maybe if there's any local, uh, 
you know, furriers. Or uh, you could hunt them yourself. I mean, there's animals. They exist. We should go hunting. Yeah, let's go hunting. All right. Is he, are you wearing a pelt? I'm sorry, I can't see. No, nah, I'm, a, I'm a dead ghost. That's <laughs> the worst right. kind. Got it. <laughs> uh, all right, hunting montage. Uh, what kind of animals are about? You know, just uh, squirrels and woodland creatures. It's going to take a right, lot of is, are, are there are there woodland creatures such as bears? Uh, you know they're hibernating at this time of year, really. Oh, we could get them while they sleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. Is there a we can we head towards a cave where we know there are bears sleeping? Uh, I don't think no. You don't just know of caves nearby with bears sleeping them that exist. You can try and look for such a cave, I suppose. I thought I, you were a guide. <laughs> I'm a guide. I'm not a cave. Spelunker. We gotta find a cave and build a fire and live and just live our life and possibly repopulate society. We we have to form a new alphabet, a new history. I'm on board. <laughs> Let's I, do. We can have a new religion. I have a right? ring of thick skin. I'm assuming that's no. You do. don't. He might. If the, if you do, it just increases your armor yeah. class. Okay, so I figured. Right. I have an armulet of autumn. I can't make warm. With well, it, it <laughs> no. It, it currently is autumn, so you could just make it now. Avenger. <laughs> hey, <coughs> fly into the winter sky and sp- see if you can spy a cavern, an opening. We're looking for shelter. Cave. <laughs> All right, let's do it. He does that, and he goes around in the air. And what he sees is a cave. He comes down and tells you, oh, man, the trees, they stop. There's this cave where they stop. Fucking great. Let's go to the cave. What do you guys think? Yeah. yeah. Let's yeah. do it. All right. Let's, we're going to the cave. He points He points in a direction. And with, he, his li- with his little, little claw? Wing. How does he point? With his wing. Does he How point does he, with his wing or his claw? His wing, yeah. Aww. With his wing? That is very cute. I didn't yeah. know you could do that. Uh, yeah. Aww. I take a mental picture. Can he give a thumbs up with his wing? No, he doesn't have thumbs. Avenger, point over at that tree over there. He, he does so. Aww. Aww. Avenger, okay. Avenger, point at Christopher. He, he does. Whoa! I feel special. Oh. I get him to point at you. It makes oh. feels great. <laughs> hey, 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 Avenger, uh, point at Sharpie. Butts a lot. He does so. Oh, oh. He you're, better you're every a little time. guy. I mean, you know, familiars are generally animals that are much more intelligent than their mundane counterparts. He uh, he said that familiars are are. Uh, I'll tell you later. <laughs> let's head. Let's head to that cave, and so we don't freeze to death. Okay, you do that. You get to the cave. It's a small, uh, almost imperceptible, deeper crack in a large rock. You don't even know how Avenger could have seen it from up there. His eyes are so keen, I suppose. But <laughs> it's just a crack, <laughs> crack in the woods. Everybody, hang back for a second. I'm gonna mage light this shit. I mage light a, a rock and throw it into the cave. Can I do that like a road flare? Yeah, you do that. And you throw it into the cave and it illuminates a larger space within that kind of takes a, a, a turn to the right. 
Hello? I'll handle this. <laughs> you, uh, you don't hear a response. All right. Let's, let's go, go in. Let's go in. We'll go in. I'll, we all go in. All right. You all go in, and what you see is, uh, is bears. You just see... <laughs> you see two bears. They're nice. nestled in dirt and grime. Just you know, two, I did two my bears. best. <laughs> yeah, you see your stone off maybe a couple feet away from them, and it's just kind of... Just kind of lurking. The bear, bear starts stirring. One of them does. Yeah. All right. Well, I, uh... Are we gonna kill these bears? <laughs> I guess we have. Yeah. <laughs> for bad. For goodness, yeah, I, I take bad. my sword. Mm-hmm. Are there necks n- near each other? Uh, no. You want to do one swipe? <laughs> Two bear heads. No, they're kind of like like sleeping past each other, you know? Like they're head to foot of each other. Oh, they're 69ing. Uh, yeah, sure. It's more like 11ing. Scissor? Are they scissoring? No, that'd be... That's not a thing. I don't know what Bears don't scissor. All right, so I'm going to... You, you have to be careful to get the whole head off in one because it can't make any sound. Otherwise, it's going to wake the other one up. Yes. You know the old expression. Uh, <laughs> let, let sleeping beheaded bears... <laughs> Why? Don't for make... not no time at all. Yeah, or they'll wake each other and up. Behead them quickly and silently. Or they'll wake. <laughs> I don't know why it's a saying. It's not catchy at all. <laughs> it kind of tapers off. I'm Be... going to, uh, with my rope. For... Oh no! <laughs> I think you just got the head off with the sword. Well, I'm just thinking that if I tie their necks together, I can prevent against the other one. But once you cut the one's head off, it's free again, because then, you see what I'm saying? No, but if I tie both of their necks down while they're sleeping to rocks... But why don't you just kill them? (laughs) It makes sense. But I, I will take... Can I cut with two hands? Wait, How yeah. ambidextrous am I? Uh, I mean, not super ambidextrous. You're no. going for both at the same time. I feel like this is folly. Well, yeah. They, if you're right, going so maybe for, one of you too far is away. A... Okay. Like, the way their necks are positioned, you'd have to be really stretching in both directions. Okay. All right. Well, so I'm going. To, I'm going to go to the to the more Walter Matthau looking one. <laughs> I'll go Let's to the Jack see. Lemon. Great. I'll take the carrot top. Is there a carrot top bear? Let's each take also, a bear. Also, did those three perform Is there a carrot top a... bear? No, there's not any bears that remind why, you of historical Why don't bears. you... Like carrot top. Sharpie, Sharpie why, don't, why don't you just be ready in case historical something happens? Like so each take a bear. How many bears are there? There's there are two, two bears. bears. There's two bears. Okay, all right. I'll supervise, yeah. Okay. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't hear there were two bears. Don't supervise. You're going to security guard. Okay. Right. Okay. So I go to the grumpier-looking bear. All right. I'm going to hold up my sword. Chris, do you want to? Yeah. I mean, I have a short bow. I have a ribbon dagger. I have a poison dagger. What do I use? I should use a poison dagger and just uh, cut the head off. Yeah. Or in his eye. No. <laughs> Into his brain. All right. Maybe. <laughs> What, what do you th- think? What do you think, Sharpie? You're supervising this. I think these bears are gonna die. 
and I cast bear light. No, don't wake him up. What are you doing? We don't want to wake him up. Don't wake him up. You cast bear light? Why are you waking him up? It's a light only detectable by bears. Why? It wakes him up. Why? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's a a mage bit. I won't wake up these bears. I'm kidding. You guys should have seen your faces. Just kill the bears. Just kill them. Kill him with All your right. edged weapons. All right, so I got my poison dagger at the bear's throat, and she's got her sword at the Everybody's bear's throat. Yeah. You count to three? Yeah. Okay. No, well, you... their throats are, like, on the ground. They, yeah, you... we're down yeah. by the ground. No, like, uh, up against the ground. Like, you can't, have their, your, your, you can't have your blade up against their throats. Why not? Why can't we just because punch that'd down? Because be, that'd, be, that'd be wedging the, between the throat and dirt. Like, that'd be like if I slid a dagger just across your throat. I, no, no, Spencer. Because no. there's a neck on the ground. We can just we can hunch down by the neck. He's and saying hack into the ho- the sides of the neck meat. That's not going to kill anything. Uh, what? Well, well I, I, if you hack Spencer, somebody, you know uh, can I get someone from then? the audience to lay down face down? <laughs> Thanks, oh, Doug. Face down. Yeah, okay. face down. All right. Yeah. Oh, Look. Good. All right. So then now I'm going to cut his, his neck like this. That's not well, the that's, throat. That's the neck. Yeah. Okay, that oh, okay. You can do that. You can do that. I just want to cut off the head. Okay, sure. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. You could do that. Sorry, it's just not. Oh, the old neck versus throat debate. They're different. All right, I have my. Also, the neck uh, goes all the way around. It sure does, and the throat is a very specific part of the. All right, we put it to their necks. Okay, great. Thank you. Jesus, this fucking guide. Okay. I just it has to make sense. You guys said throat, man. I. Well, maybe we want to get to the throat from the long way. Well, you could do that. Definitely. No, we're getting. Yeah, we'll start at the neck and get to the throat. All right. Okay. So you count to three, Sharpie. Bear light. No. 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 It's, there's no such spell. You have nothing to worry about. There's no such spell. Are you yelling that? Count to three. Could wake the bear up. You want me to count to three? Are you a Are you a bear? What is your? Do you know? Bears? Ask her around certain parts that... of town. You might... I, I will drop a handkerchief. What do you want from me? What no, is this? Wait, okay. Count to three, and we'll. We want you to count to three so we can cut okay. their necks right. at the same time. <laughs> one. Okay, are we doing it on three? Yeah. Okay, let's go. Start it, over. It goes. It goes one, two, three. Bear cut. Okay. Not one, two. Bear cut. Okay. okay. Yeah. One, two, three. Bear cut. One, two. Bear cut. No. <laughs> Fucking with you guys. All when, your bear when, bits. When, when I didn't get a chance somebody... to have a good time. We're always facing off of enemies that are bigger than us, and they're like some sleeping bears. We they're adorable. Res- it's a little sad. Yeah, I say if we can't do this and have a little fun. All right, one, Wait, two. Wh- hold on, hold on. I'm, and now I was standing up and yelling at you. Let me get back to my dagger on the neck. All right. All right. The neck, right? Not Thank the you. throat. Yeah, who gives the a ven- shit? The, the dorsal surface of the neck. All right. So bears don't sleep on their faces. That's true. Can't argue that. All right. We're, we're doing But none this. of them hibernate. One. Two. <laughs> Remember, it's on three, but not. It's three no, it's and one then. one to three. Bear cut. Bear cut. <laughs> yeah. We got it. One. Two. Three. I have to kind of pick. Cut, 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 c
All right, yeah, yeah. Like it's a habit I'm trying to lose. You, you find the sleeping bear rather easily, uh, easy to slaughter. Oh, well, that's sad. Oh, what did you... <laughs> now I feel bad about it. They're both, they're dead? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gurgling while struggling to cuddle you. While looking for her cubs. <laughs> the exsanguinated ma- mammals. <laughs> I don't, what do you expect? You just you slit sleeping bears' throats. I, I, I cut the head and I take the head off and I throw it up in the air and get under it so it lands on my own head like a crown. It, it, oh wait. It does that. Bear killer. Uh, let's get warm. That's your big line after killing the bear? Let's get warm. Things are heating up. All right, well... Well, okay, so do we know how to skin a bear? I'm just going to... Can I just go for it? I'm just going to cut off the... Like an apple. The skin. (laughs) Like in a spiral? It's like when you order a drink with a twist of bear. (laughs) No, no, no. Like if I was eating a blueberry pie, but I was gluten free, I cut off the crust. But I use the. I like that that got a more gross response than chopping a bear's head off and wearing it as a crown. (laughs) That was fine, but not eating the crust of a pie, gross. Monsters. Uh, I should. I'm gonna go down with my mage light and make sure the rest of the cave is unoccupied. Oh, it's a very shallow cave. There's there's not really anything else to even explore. I uh, I just take a moment to myself and I just go. <sighs> Life. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, we start skinning the bears. Yeah, dignity manages to cut off several several ragged ragged chunks of pelt that could probably be. Stitched together or, you know, turned into clothes in some way. <laughs> or just vomited on. All right. Ha! Oh, you know what I just found out? I remembered I'm allergic to bear pelt. <laughs> Fuck. No, I mean, this we're, is, I mean, it's not like, we're not working for you. I mean, we're not, we're going to stay warm or we're going to die. What was that test? The, they they put a bear pelt on me and it had a very bad reaction. What do you want us to find, kangaroo? Like, what, we gotta. Okay, so I'm we'll, not allergic to kangaroo. <laughs> Maybe right. you could just wear mud. That's that's very harsh. <laughs> not nice. I mean, weird twist. Like we'll 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 put on the bear and can you stitch? I I I think so. She starts stitching the bear. She doesn't have any stitches. Oh, you're not. You're not. Uh, what's her name? Not as far as I know. Yeah. <laughs> you're not. What's her name? I have thieves' tools. Would they have like needles and? Some? No. Okay. <laughs> I. Uh, Fuck. What? Well, we're not going to be cold forever. Maybe he, can you stand between us with a coat of mud to not be allergic? <laughs> Well, but I don't know how we're going to stitch the bear pelts into coats anyway. 
Well, I was just thinking about cutting the bear pelts and then cutting like a whole, like a poncho. Oh, uh, yeah, like a, like a circular. Yeah, two bear ponchos. I'll bear, take the and stomach. A, oh, and then you drape we'll them over the like a, a, yeah. a Christmas tree skirt. Yes, and then a rope around the waist so it looks like sleeves. Oh, you know how we fucked up? If we hadn't cut the bear's head all the way off, we could have had like a hoodie with like the bear head. <laughs> That's fucking cool. <laughs> But we cut the head all the way off. We can ask Baskins for to, to point us in the direction of, of more bears. <laughs> oh, Baskins, what are you soda. doing? Head on. Oh, I'm just hanging out. What are you doing? Uh, <laughs> we're looking for an ending. Uh, trying to. I'm, I'm pelting the bears to create a bear fur poncho. That happens. You do that. You make two ponchos. I remember my mother. <laughs> it's it's un, it's uncomfortable. That's good. That's good. Keep going. Keep going. That's the way. That's where the ending is. She was a bear. She was a bear. Oh, oh. oh no. She was a bear. My mom was a bear. So you just remembered that your mom was a bear. So we're walking into this cave. You're like, where are the bears we can kill? And now you recall... My so dad, you're half bear. We left my dad somewhere. Buried, didn't we leave my dad somewhere? Admiral Darkstar. Uh, uh, the shards of power. Uh, uh, Your mom's a bear. Worm people. Worm people. Yeah, I made that one up. <laughs> I found treasure. I didn't. <laughs> Are you disgusted by us beheading these bears? Oh, I'm so your mom, your mom's friends, they did mahjong together, all these bears. <laughs> uh, I sit down and I start crying. Mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to help. <laughs> Figure out an ending. I'm sitting here. I, 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 okay, I sit down and I start crying. And then, I, and then my tears fall down to the dirt. And then I look at the pattern of tears. And it spells out the end. No. No. Do we continue? No. Nope. It's you a said claw. you were going to help. I'm not going to help. I notice that the rate of my tears and the distance of my tear stains on the uh, ground have a certain correlation that allows me mm. to invent geometry. <laughs> I, f I figure it out. If I'm not allowed to make a fishing pole. I invent geometry. Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, geometry already At least exists. fucking roll to see. Yeah, at least roll to see if geometry. I invent geometry. Are you Why don't you roll? It's already invented. Okay, it's, well, who it's invented it? and shit. Who invented it? You don't know. It's not in the common history. I, you're not well educated. But I'm I'm thinking that I invented it in this moment. Earth but what, and space yeah, what did they not have? Did they have... Did they have Calculus? Do, do they have trigonometry? What did they not have? They don't have trigonometry. All right, but well, they then invent trigonometry. Invent trigonometry. <laughs> well, you don't know trigonometry to invent it. 
Well, but he, no I one can because it doesn't exist yet. So he knows just as much as anybody else. He knows that it should exist. That's more than most people. All right, explain trigonometry if you know okay. it so bad. Okay. Say anything about trigonometry. Okay, so you know geometry? Yeah. Like three of those. All right, good night, folks. <laughs> we'll, see you, we'll see you next week. We're having a show next week. I think, right? No, next week is Thanksgiving weekend. We're not doing a show next week. You're going home to your families. Go or, or with your friends. Uh, and uh, the week after that and the week after that, we're doing shows. All right, good night. Thank you. Go back to work. Thank you, Aaron, my wife. Thank you, Kamel. Thank you, Zach in the back. Dustin, everybody that worked the show. Spencer. Feral Audio. the United States government, it is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com. Hello, beautiful. I'm Amy Errett, founder of Madison Reed, a hair color company I named after my daughter. One of the things I value most in life is time. Time to spend with my daughter, time to spend with family, and the time I put into my company that's reinventing the way women color their hair. The busiest, most successful women I know use Madison Reed, the amazing hair color hack. In under an hour and for less than $25, Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, shiny, multidimensional, healthy-looking hair with an ammonia-free formula. You'll look like you just came from a salon, but the reality is you have more me time to do what you love. Things get busy. Let us take care of you and your hair. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code NEW. That's code NEW. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed.